drama of football never ends. And that's why the love football is here for you. Enjoy the show. Also enjoy your love rice. <laughs> Thank you. Hello friends, welcome to the second episode of Jolo Fubo. I want to use this medium to thank everybody that has listened to the first episode. I have heard what you have said. I know where I need to improve and and I know that this episode is going to be very, very much of an improvement of the first episode. I feel so much better. My voice is clearer. I am in a much more active mode. And let's do this. So this episode is going to be a very interesting one because it covers a lot of things. A lot of things that happened from the first episode. And now, a lot of things has happened in football. Football drama really, really erupts. It explodes generally in football so much. And this one has been very, 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 very much explosive. It has been a very much dramatic uh, transfer window. And a lot of surprise signings, a lot, and a lot of expensive ones too, a lot of good ones. And this episode is going to cover every single one of them. We're going to cover the weekend results because which the week one the match has been played. I'm also going to cover the transfer rumors so far. I'm going to conf- I'm going to cover the. Areas I think some certain uh, football clubs should improve on, and I'm also going to cover the review for the next uh, week, week two episode. So let's do this. I'm glad to do this. Well, talking about transfers, this has been one of the most dramatic transfer windows. A lot of money has been spent on single players. A lot of players available almost for free. A lot of players being bought for transfer record breaking signing. So let's cover this. And of course, I cannot, I cannot, there's no way I can start this without saying I'm surprised uh, Messi can ever, ever, ever leave Barcelona. And if you didn't know by now, which I don't think any football fan and would not know by now that uh, Messi is not more a Barcelona player, he's now in PSG. It was bought for free. Barcelona could not afford his uh, wages, even if even when he he, he asked to to reduce his um, wage his salary by 50%, Barcelona could not still afford it. So that's how broke the club is. And recently, the club recently announced that they were. Well, they were they had debts of uh, one point three four billion euros. That's how much debt the club has on their neck right now. So, I think the, I think the club was actually very 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 badly run by the previous administration, and the club is doing everything they can to make amendments, but it has cost them the greatest of all time, and that is of course uh, up for deliberation. And we'll talk about that one in a much, much, much later episode. So anyway, PSG has gotten uh, Messi for free. And we know that it's, we understand that the wages uh, Messi's college, his college in there is very outrageous. But yeah, they could afford it. And somehow, somehow, I don't know how, but they have Mbappe, they have Neymar, and, and now they've added Messi. To a very, very, very uh, large pool of 
of what would I call it, a large pool of wages. They have so many players with with huge wages. They still have Berati. They still have they have likes of Herrera. They still have Di Maria with uh, average wages of one fifty million euros or one fifty million pounds every week. So. And somehow, somehow they've avoided FFP sanctions and they've not broken any FFP rules so far. So kudos to them and their team for working it out so far. And yeah, message to PSG, don't deal. And the word is at its feet. Also talking about don't transfers Lukaku to Chelsea for, for 97 million pounds. Huge amount, yeah. But yeah, they needed him because they had sold Giroud. They had sold. Uh, then we are, we have confirmation, not yet official though, but that Tammy Abraham is on his way to Morio's Roma. So they need another striker with misfiring them um, Timo Werner off still there. But I don't think they want to utilize um, Timo Werner off from this time around. I think they want to. Even if they will utilize him up front, I think they want to partner him with another striker. And that's why they have brought in Romelu Lukaku. And Timo Werner is very, uh, is a very diverse player. He can play in multiple positions. So I think he will probably start many of his of Chelsea's matches now on the left side of the attack. And leaving maybe Pulisic in the middle or on the right. I don't know how... Their manager wants to utilize them for now. That's um, Thomas Tuchel. Also talking about done deals. So far, Varane to Manchester United. What is signing? I don't know how Manchester United of all clubs has pulled that one out. So for almost for that that is like a bargain to me because they bought him for forty million euros. It's about I think thirty two or thirty three million pounds. For a, a player of Varane caliber, it's it's still really because in transfer markets when you are buying when you are paying a ridiculous amount for average players, so for you to buy World Cup and Champions Champions League yeah, winning player like Varane with so much experience, he's 27 years old. He's at his peak of his career, so we are like buying the best version of Varane. When I say we, of course, I've said this so many times that I'm in Manchester United fan. So, Manchester United is signing the the best version of Varane left to me, in my opinion. And I think they really, really need a player like him that is composed on the ball and at the same time, physically, physically strong at the same time. So, they need him to partner Maguire. And what that leaves the likes of Lindelof and Eric Bailey, yeah? Future is there to decide. So, Varane to Manchester United, done deal. Then, also, another big transfer to Manchester United, Jenny Sancho to Manchester United for £73 million. Pounds. That's another incredible transfer business, in my opinion. And they are buying one, arguably, arguably one of the best um, 21 under 21 wingers uh, in the world, right out there. So, for that price and for the kind of figures that guy produces, it's, it's not a steal, but yeah, it's a very, very good deal. Some three million pounds confirmed, and I think there are some add ons attached to it, too, but 
original fee is 73 million pounds and the surprise oh, surprise signing left me in my opinion or oh, not surprisingly but the it's a surprise because i don't know why 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 man city has spent 100 million pounds on jack grealish well Jack Grealish is a very, very wonderful player. He is a player I admire so much. He is a player that can create from nothing. I admire him so much. He is so good. He's that good, actually. But why they have spent £100 million on a player that I, don't, I feel won't add so much to what they have presently? I don't know. And uh, Gadula has said that yes, this 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 the saved uh, about sixty million from selling players. So it's like they bought Grealish for only forty million pounds, and that's why they could afford him. So well, maybe good good transfer business for them if that's the case. But I still feel like there's things that I don't I don't I, I still can't see what. Glish will offer Man City right now that they don't have already. So they, I don't see why they are they desperately. It feels like a des, desperate signing for you to sign Glish for 100 million pounds. Well, yeah, good signing though, but I don't know what you bring to the table that has not been there before. I feel like they could use all that money to push for Whatever the cost, I think they need a striker badly, badly. That's that's their, that is where they really need to concentrate all their money and effort on in this transfer But they know why they have bought Jagrelish. Maybe they want to sell one or two players. Yeah, I don't know yet. The transfer window is still open, so well. But Jagrelish should done the hundred million pounds. And uh, talking about um, good business deals. PSG, mm, fantastic business club. Because how they got Donnarumma, Ramos, and Gili Vinadom for free, <laughs> I don't know how they did. And also Leo Messi, of course. I talked about Messi earlier. And they've gotten four worker players for free. Well, when we are buying players with little experience, in my opinion, little experience in the in the international, in the biggest stage. For 100 million pounds, then we have we have clubs that are buying players with a lot of experience, with a lot of quality, top class, world world class players for free. Well, kudos to PSG for pulling this off. They tried, and I think the only money they spent so far in this transfer window was on Akimi for 60 million pounds from Inter Milan. And well, and also it's also not a bad deal either because Akimi is one of the I think is arguably arguably one of the best right backs in the league right now, and yeah, don't do and PSG congratulations to them and also under transfer I want to talk about is Liverpool Liverpool fans Liverpool fans, uh. Why Liverpool is not going for other players, I don't know up to now, but they've gotten Konate from Leipzig for uh, 40 million euros, about, I think, 35 million pounds. 
but I think they should strengthen their attack. They have been using the same front three or front two, whatever you want to call it, for some time now. And I really, really think they need a prolific goal scorer that can back them, that can guarantee them 15 to 20 goals a season. It's really, really up to their game. But for now, their manager said that uh, the won't sign anybody, they don't need to sign anybody unless they sell. And I know that they want to sell Shakiri. So aside that, I think they actually need to sign, but why they are not signing to left the club and their management. Uh, talking about the transfer deals that have been done, we have Aguero, Memphis and Eric Garcia to Barcelona for free. Well, getting Aguero and Memphis is good business deal for a club as, as broke as <laughs> Barcelona. No offense to Barcelona and their fans, but club is actually in their pride. So they have to pull very, 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 very... Uh, they have to pull names. They, have, they still have to pull very difficult transfer deals for little prices. So for them to have gotten Aguero, Memphis and Garcia, and the plan was for them to, all these players, to play with Messi, but it didn't quite work out for them. So... And uh, Real Madrid, on the other hand, to Australia, and that Spanish team struggling financially, have only managed to sign Alaba so far, and that also was a free transfer. Top defender, in my opinion. Top is uh, a diverse, diverse player kind of player, too. He plays left back, can play as a centre back, and can also play as a defensive midfielder. So. So Alaba, yeah, very good player, and I really, really like him. And Real Madrid has got him, but well, they seen. I know that they still need to sign. They know that they still need to sign, and there are rumors that they want to sign Mbappe. I don't know how feasible that is, but I think they are running a task. And they, their president uh, Florentino Perez is a very big admirer of of Mbappe, and if rumors are to be believed, and if rumors are true. Mbappe also wants to go to Real Madrid. He wants to be the superstar. <laughs> he wants to be the next in next big team, and he wants to be the name on anybody's lips. And I don't blame him because he won't achieve that feat if he's, if he remains as PSG. Now, not now, even now that uh, Messi has joined them PSG. Uh, Tottenham has signed Cristiano Romero from Atlanta for fifty-five million euros and. Although the deal dragged long for some time, but they've signed him top defender in my opinion. And yeah, don't do. Another player to watch that Tottenham signed is Brian Gill. And I know a lot of people don't know him. He's a player from Sevilla. Very, he is, if you have seen his game, he plays very. He's similar to Kiosa of, um, of Juventus. He. He plays, they play, it's kind of like a Spanish, just let me say Spanish, case. their gameplay is very similar. And Tottenham signed him for 20 million euros plus Eric Lamela. They had to forgo Eric Lamela. So that just shows that how much, how much uh, interest and how much, uh, let, let's just look at this, how, how this um, transfer is going to, to turn out because Eric Almeida, Eric Almeida is also a very good guy, very very good player. So, 
for them to forego him for this guy and add 20 million euros on top. So she know that there's something about this guy. They also signed the Argentine Golini for on loan from Atalanta too. So I just talking about Tottenham uh, transfer window. The Atletico Madrid, I think their biggest signing so far is Rodrigo Di Paul from Rodrigo Di Rodrigo Di Paul. They signed him for 35 million um, euros from Sao Sulu. Then you see this club called Leicester City. You see <laughs> Leicester City. I don't know. I just don't know how they do it. I don't know how they do it because the way they, they pull transfers and for almost ridiculously cheap prices. I don't know because they signed Vesticard. I love Vesticard. They just signed him for 17.6 million euros from Southampton. I don't even know why Southampton is selling one of their, their best players in this transfer window. But they signed him for that amount. And yeah, it's very good top signing for them because looking at how they've suffered, the, they suffered last season in terms of um, centre-back. There was time they had to be playing Justin at centre back, and now again Fofana is injured for a very very long time, so he even had to sign Vestiga. So that's why they have brought in Vestiga to to play along with uh, probably Johnny Evans or Soyuncu, any of them. Then talking about that transfer transfer activity that has been done. Lukunga for 70 million from Anderlecht to Arsenal. Arsenal fans say, hey. <laughs> So Arsenal, then Ben White actually spent money on this guy, 50 million pounds. Well, I will be honest here, I've not really seen much of Ben White play, but I know the little I've seen so far from him is, well, he's still developing, he's still young. And. For 50 million pounds, well, you see what's 50 million pounds in my opinion, I don't think so. But I always tell people this if you are buying from an English club, it is very it is very difficult to pull out because it's very difficult to pull off because English teams have money. First of all, English teams have money. So it's very difficult for you to convince them it's very little money to sell their best players. So because of that, you have to like pay ridiculous amounts to buy their best of players. That's why, and 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 before I even say this, the the fee or transfer fee even almost doubles again if the player is English. So there's English hype there again. But for you to buy a player from England, especially if you're not in an English Premier League club, trying to buy from another English Premier League club, they know you have money. They themselves they have money so you have to pay the amount they ask for the amount they value the player for else you're not going to sign the player it's that simple and we have seen the case in terms of in players like Harry Maguire for 70, 80 million pounds we've seen we've seen them buying sterling for 50 million pounds we've seen Ake Nathan Ake go for 45 million pounds we've seen Bisaka go for 50 million pounds. We've seen Man White go for 50 million pounds. And players, players like that, that 
you these players are actually not worth this amount. Yes, we know they are not much, but this is the amount that you have to pay if you actually want to sign them. If you don't pay this money, you will not sign them. And so that's why I always tell people that yes, Maguire is not worth the amount, but that is the amount. He, that is the that is the amount you have to pay players for them to release the player to. It is that simple. Pay the money or leave the player. That is how English Premier League has been running. I've been selling their. That's that's how the English teams have been selling their players of lately. So except they don't want to play again, that's when they can sell it to you for cheap. Or the player is running out of contract, and even as at that, they will still rather lose the player for free than sell sell it to you for the amount for ridiculously cheap amount. So. Back to where we were, Ben White for fifty million pounds. Not, not what the amount in my opinion, but that's if you don't pay fifty million to Brighton, they won't sell him to you. So, well, Arsenal have gotten a very good defender in terms in Ben White, and well, they also got Tavares from Benfica. If you don't, you don't know Tavares. Tavares is left back from Benfica, and and that seemed to watch out for. Because I, I, they had a very wonderful transfer window. Is Aston Villa? They got back Ashley Young for free from Inter Milan. They got Buendia from Norwich, and for that's it. It thirty-eight point three million euros. And I've not really seen much of the guy, but people that have seen him and can testify that he is actually very good. Liam Bailey from Leverkusen. Thirty million pounds done deal, and this this is the player that I am that I want to watch very well because I have been hearing about Leon Bailey for ages now, for years now, and now I have, we get to see him every week in the Premier League because he has done a lot. He has done well in in the Bundesliga. He is always there in terms of goals and assists and. Yeah, we want to see what he can offer, and well, he has been linked with a lot of top, top, the top six over the years, but none for some reason, none nobody has signed him so far. So let's see whether he will prove us wrong or not. Then they also got Danny Ings in that as a under goal scorer from Southampton. Why Southampton has let in Danny Ings go? Well, I don't know. I don't know how they are running the club, but I feel like they should have offered him another contract. He was has been their consistent performer the past two years, so maybe probably because of his injury issues. I don't know. So. Then Tammy Baram to yes, Roma don't do. Then it's not announced yet as a time of recording this, but Tammy Abraham to yes, Roma thirty five million euros don't do. And also Giroud to Milan two million euros don't do. And I know I promised to be biased, and I've not mentioned a lot of. I, I'm sorry, I promise not to be biased, rather, but I just have to mention this as a Nigerian. Another player of interest, in my opinion, should be a table Nigerian footballer from Stoke City. If you are listening to this and you don't know yet, so a table is now in the Premier League with Watford. So let's see, because he. He has really been be impressive, in my opinion, and he has now got in the Premier League game. The Premier League 
he's gotten the Premier League experience, the Premier League movie has been looking for. So let's see what he can bring to the Premier League. And I hope he lightens up. Very wonderful midfielder in my opinion. And very composed, calm on the ball and everything. You want for me, very good midfielder. So those are the done deals so far. Those are the cap of that's the cap of done deal so far. And I know I missed some man, but you know, Ran obviously mentioned everything here on the podcast. But these are the top deals. I don't think I missed any major one. And talking of transfer rumors, the deals yet to be done. Mbappe to Real Madrid. We understand that Florentino Perez is keen on the guy so and we also understand that he too is keen to go to Real Madrid so let's see how that one unfolds then Harry Kane to Man City not a done deal as a time of recording this Man City wants to bid 135 million euros to sign Harry Kane which is a really really lot of money and well whether to them accept or not it's up to them Harry Kane has really shot himself in the leg by signing that contract a very very long term contract I think last season so Let's see how that one to unfold. Really, <laughs> then Arsenal, Arsenal. I don't even know how they survive this season if they don't sign a midfielder. And when I say a midfielder, they need the kind of midfielder they, I think they should. They need. They are lacking. It's kind of midfielder that they have. The kind of midfielder that has a swagger around him. Kind of midfielder that can create a kind of fear factor. They don't have that fear factor in their midfield and it's it's why it seems like Bradford can go to you can just welcome them and just take the game to them and beat them because yeah that fear factor is not there. That's kind of Santi Cazola kind of player, that kind of Fabregas, that kind of Ozil figure is not there. That kind of Santi um, Alex Sanchez and his Arsenal days. That, those those figures are missing in the Arsenal team. And when you're looking at um, players that are even trying to sign, I know, okay, probably they're just trying to go for people that are available because of their, still, their condition yet. Now they, are, they don't have Champions League or Europa League football, but I still think they will really, really suffer this season, left to me. Just, I know how, how, it, how it went. When my when my matches ended, we did not have that fear factor too. So, well, so far, Madison and Odegaard have been rumored to to, to have been linked with us now. So whichever one they sign, I don't know. Kelvin Trippier to Manchester United. I don't think they will sign him again because I think they want to keep uh, Diogo Dalot. So that right back position is almost not. That's a priority for too much as but I don't want to look out for his Paul Pogba because up to now he has not signed the contract and he has not signed the contract extension uh, extension that has been offered him, and I think he's still weighing up Manchester United season. If our season goes fine, I th- I really really think Paul Pogba will sign, but if the season is not going fine, I think you you would want to leave on. Free transfer, but and then talking about free transfer, the clubs that want to sign him, I don't know if they can afford him. Juventus, I, I know Juventus cannot afford uh, Pogba because even look at Telly that they 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 are they have been wanting to sign for a long time. 
They've been dragging the transfer fees for so long, so 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 long. So that one, I don't, I don't know whether they will be able to s- sign Pogba. I mean, I mean, I don't know if they can, they will be able to afford these wages. Then Real Madrid, well, they are also in financial, a little bit of financial crisis now. With, with if the, if they now add Mbappe to their wages again, I don't know. I don't think they will be able to sign Pogba. The only thing I think can be probably sign Pogba for free is probably PSG and even PSG too. As like I said earlier, they already have huge and very very big uh, wage 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 bills already. So it's chances for Pogba leaving to these top top clubs that really want him is actually very slim, in my opinion. So fingers crossed still, but I think Pogba is going to sign. For Manchester United, a contract even if it might not be long, probably just two to three years contract. But I think he will sign, and yeah, that's yes. The team is actually not doing bad in terms of transfer windows, but they still need to do more. They have been linked with um, a defensive midfielder. They've been linked with so many players. They've been linked with Camavinga. They've been linked with uh, Ruben Neves. And I really think they need a defensive midfielder. Yeah. If Manchester United want to do good places this season, they really need to sign a defensive midfielder. And talking about defensive midfield, there's been a, a suggestion that United should try Lindelof in defensive midfield. And left to me, I think it's a very good idea. And he also played that position in Benfica a couple of times. So it's a very good idea because his passing range is so superb. And it's not bad defensively either. It's just a little bit shaky at times. So I think for for him to play, for him to cover up an actual back four, I think it will work out well. Work out well. And he also has, has the... Eight advantage to so if Manchester United will not sign or fail to sign a defensive midfielder, I think they can also put Victor Lindelof there for them to play the, play the 4 3 3 attacking football that they want to play this season. And uh, the last transfer rumor I'm going to talk about today is, uh, is, is rise to Chelsea. Left to me, I don't think. Chelsea need to sign any other person. They are, they are, they are the most complete football. They are, they are the complete uh, football club in England right now because in terms of player, they have, they have ridiculously good players every in every position, and they have can boast of good players in all their all of their position. They, I think they are the most complete. Uh, football team in England and even the yes in England let me say England because their right back their left back all their all the positions are quite filled up with good players so yeah <coughs> that's is talking of uh, transfer rumors and yeah it's time for the pre the review rather the review of the first football week. I'm just going to rush the recap because a lot of things has happened over the first go. Very, very interesting week one fixtures because <laughs> a lot of things are not, well, some expected and not, some not expected. 
things has happened. And talking about expected and unexpected, newly promoted Brentford beat Arsenal two goals to nothing. And it's part of what I was saying that Arsenal needed that swagger in a midfield. They need that kind of pres- presence and they need to sign. I need to sign really fast. Well, Arsenal lost 2 0 to Brentford. And, well, Manchester United. <laughs> I don't know why they still call this debris because we also we so far so good. Manchester United has always been beating Leeds, so Manchester United beat Leeds five one thanks to four assists from Paul Pogba and a Bruno Fernandes hat trick. Of course, Bruno Fernandes has to score. Water is wet, sky is blue, and Bruno Fernandes scores or assist. It's like that. And <laughs> sorry for that uh, bad joke. Barcelona. Without the um, Messi, their first match of the season, the beat Real Sociedad four two. Sociedad came from three goals to score two goals, but they almost wanted to equalize then. And Barcelona added one, thanks to two goals from Braithwaite and one assist from the from the Dem Den, Denmark guy. Then I also said this. I don't know. I think I said it in my. Previous episode about Braithwaite, the guy was had, he had a very wonderful uh, Euros 2020 competition, and the guy is not bad. He's not he's not a bad signing, but well, still fingers crossed. And left to me, I don't think Barcelona will really, really, really suffer that much the loss of um, Lionel Messi in the league because well, they need to adjust. I need to adjust fast, and I think they really have the players to adjust fast. They have. They still have Griezmann, they've added Aguero, they've added Memphis Depay, Brett is doing well. So I don't think they should really, really struggle that much. They still have Pianic and uh, Luke Dijon in their midfield. So they have the players to do well, but whether they do well is still left to them because they really rely on Leo Messi a lot. And yeah, of course, they will miss him a lot of times that his brilliance has made a difference. But now that they know that he's no more there, that real that reliance on him is won't be there too either. So I think they they should do well. They should not do that badly as people think they will do this season. Then Atletico Madrid beat Setavigo two one thanks to two goals from Angel Korea. And the team that disappointed me this weekend is Aston Villa because well, probably they are still in the recovery process of losing a Jack Relish to Man City but I think left to me. I think the selling Jagelish to Man City for hundred million pounds is good business for them because they already bought replacements even before they sold him, and they got him. They, they they sold him for a very good amount, and they played a lot. They last season especially they played so many matches without him. I think they know how to they know how to play with without Jagelish. Yes, with Jagelish in the team, the squad is a different squad and they look better, but. Without him either, they are still not bad. So I think, and they've also added two good players. They added Buendia and they also added added, added Leon Bailey. So I don't think they should do badly too. And I was so disappointed that they lost three two to Watford. Well, they came back from two. They came back from three goals to score two goals. That's just to show you that your firepower is still there. So, but probably their defensive. Maybe they need to add the one or two defensive contributions to the team, but. Aston Villa team, they have a pretty, pretty much the same team. 
in my opinion. And losing 2 0 to Watford, well, Watford is just coming back, so we don't know what they are going to bring to Premier League yet this season. Because a lot of these newly promoted uh, clubs they bring a lot of drama and everything. So let's see, fingers crossed over the over Aston Villa because I think they are a team to watch. Then, talking of the result, weekend results, Liverpool won Norwich City by three goals thanks to two assists from two assists and a goal from Mohamed Salah. Then the other two goal scorers are Jota and Femiu. Lil, you see what I was saying about them, the French league. Lil that won the league last last season lost four zero to Genesis this season and which is very very poor. It's a very poor start to the season for them and PSG has said as I think they've won their first two matches already and they've not even started using Lionel Messi so I think they'll just bully everybody in that that league and win continue winning the league. So left to me I don't in for PSG and their fans is a good deal for weed football fans. We wanted them to come to the Premier League. Even if it's Man City and if we wanted to experience we wanted to see him in Messi every day, every weekend in the Premier League. Or maybe even the Syria. I feel I think Syria even is much is Syria right now is even uh, is even somehow open because Juventus has been struggling and Juventus has been winning the winning the Syria has been struggling of recent so whatever team that can afford him, I think well I don't, but it's just the problem is just that there's no team in Syria that can afford Lionel Messi's wages. So, well, best option for him and fingers crossed over that one soon. Uh, I think that's just the cap of the weekend results. That big, the biggest result over the weekend. And even talking about teams to watch, teams to watch this season. I want to mention Aston Villa because of kind of players that they've got in this season. I want to mention Leicester City. So Leicester City is other than that team to watch because he signed um, Daka, very pacey and strong um, striker. They signed Daka. They also signed. They also signed a very nice defender in, from Southampton. That's Vestiga. I already mentioned that earlier. Then Roma. I said Roma because of their manager. I think Mourinho is out there to prove that he's not he's not finished as a manager. So Roma is another team to watch in Syria this in Syria this season. Uh, Chelsea, like I said earlier, Chelsea is the most complete team left to me in my opinion. They have players everywhere. They have players every single part of the pitch. I think they have the best chance to even win the league, in my opinion. Except Hurricane <laughs> signs for, <laughs> except Hurricane signs for Manchester City, well, which throws the league open between both of them. And I think Manchester United have a very slight chance at the league too, if they can afford the feats. If they can afford the feats, notice note that I said that if they can afford it, the because they have mastered the art of well. Drawing, drawing, drawing so many matches and losing, losing, uh, losing to losing important matches that you well, let's not even important matches, losing matches that you don't even expect them to lose. 
well if you can avoid defeat and you can win all the all the small teams you can avoid defeat against the top top probably top six club then well they can they have a chance but i think the title favorites for now are still manchester city if it's an hurricane and of course chelsea then uh another team to watch this season of course is psg you want to see how they will play and how much of how how their manager pochettino is going to utilize all these players he has he has stupidly ridiculous wealth of players in his at his disposal right now so this psg is another team to watch and barcelona of course want to see how they will play without Lionel Messi this season so they are another team to watch too so that's it's about uh, teams to watch then it's talking then talking about this season transfer windows. The <laughs> aside players moving in and out, managers too were moving in and out from all the almost all the leagues. So we have Vieira going to Palace. We have Benitez <laughs> going to a rival club. He went to Everton and even against the wish of Everton fans, the Everton board still decided to to sign him because they really needed really, really to replace Ancelotti that went to Real Madrid and Nuno I think well <laughs> when God wants to promote you finds every means to do it so Wolf sacked him I don't know why they sacked him left my, in my opinion because his best player was not available for much of the season as a, 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 a Raul Jimenez and well, they struggled truly, but why they sacked him? Because because last two to three years, Wolves have been very okay. They have been a mid-table team, yes, I know, but they've been okay. They've not been doing that bad. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't see any reason to sack him. But, well, people want to promote you. <laughs> Sports signed them, no, no, after rejecting, after Gattuso, for sake of Roma, that's Roma's former manager, and um, Conte all rejected the this this the proposal from Tottenham, and for some reason all of them had the same excuse because they said they did not believe in Tottenham's. Uh, I did not believe in whatever Tottenham is planning, and probably what they are requesting is is a immediate impact for in terms of trophy in silverware. I think probably to keep players like Hurricane, and I want to think that is what they have been requesting from these managers. And these managers are coming in and saying, hey "Guys, what you people are asking for is almost impossible. It's, I'm just we're just coming in, and we need some time, even if it's one season, to like see." If you win, if you win something, fine, but we cannot guarantee you silverware. And, well, I don't know if that's what is the case, but I want to believe that's what is going on. And that's why all these managers have turned down the offer and only Nuno had to go to take the offer. And, well, I think he was desperate for a job. And sports have sports offer came through and he got it. He gladly hugged it. Sports is a better team in terms of finance than Wolves that he was before, so and it's also a better opportunity for him. So, congrats to Nuno. Then, like I said, Murillo to Roma. Then, Bruno Large 
he replaced Nunu at Wolves. And Celotti, <laughs> don't know why, why, just why he went back to Real Madrid at this point. He said it was an opportunity he could not turn down. Got into him well. At Madrid is obviously a better team than Everton, but I think he was already cooking something at Everton, and the team was already looking at like an Ancelotti team towards the end of last season. Although he, they did not win so much, I think so much towards the end of the season they, they lost and drew so many matches, but still it was looking like an Ancelotti. It was looking as if Ancelotti was building something and. Well, he chose to go to Real Madrid in the end, leaving um, James Ames. I mean, rather, leaving Ames very sad because he said he said it that he came to Everton because of because of Ancelotti, and he was feeling for. He was said when he was talking of Aguero because Aguero too went to Barcelona because of Messi, and well, Messi has left. Ames went to Everton because of Ancelotti, and Ancelotti has left. Then, Nozagi to Inter Milan after after Conte left Inter Milan and Inter Milan wanted to sell their players at Brook and Conte is saying no, we just won the league. We still need our players to to at least contend and contend with the biggest. Look at this English team that signed their spending players. Even if we don't spend, let us keep our best players. But Inter was saying no, we need to. Sell, we are broke and everything. So that's why, well, the the parts raised by mutual consent and the replaced him with Nzagi. Nzagi was last year's manager. Very, was very good there. So not a bad replacement. And Spalletti replaced Gattuso. Gattuso was sacked by Napoli. So Spalletti replaced him. Gattuso. Then Allegri to Ju- Juventus. So a lot of new clubs, a lot of top clubs have a new manager. So this season should be quite interesting. And let's see. Uh, let's see, Sha. But um, Liverpool. I want to talk about Liverpool because I think you. I I if I were a Liverpool fan, I would not look so much. I don't expect too much from this season. Well, Van Dijk and Matip, they are back, both back, but I think Liverpool will be very predictable this season. And Except this, they need to sign a striker, at least a goal-scoring striker. And they need, they lost Vinaldon for free to PSG, and I think they need to replace him. Vinaldon is a goal-scoring midfielder, and they don't have any goal-scoring midfielder in that team right now. They have Thiago, they have, they have uh, Fabinho, they have they have, it was they even have the other use for itself. Okay, they have um, Jones, Curtis Jones, and these guys are not really, really out. They don't, they are not really goal scoring midfielders. They need goal scoring midfielders, and I think they really need under right back to complement when Trent is not there because they always struggle when Trent is not playing. And I think they'll be very predictable if, except the sign, I don't know what well. Klopp has said, if you don't sell, you are not going to sign. So, well, kudos to them. Then, Madrid, I think, they lost two of their best, two of their main defenders. So, I think they need to sign another defender to call, to come, to partner Alaba. Then, they also need, under creating midfield, they think too much work is being placed on Tony Cruz and 
Okay, Modric and this guy already old already. I think Real Madrid need to sign a. Yeah, Real Madrid need to sign another crazy midfielder if they want to well do well this season in La Liga and in Europe. Then of course City need a striker and they are, they are still in talks with Tottenham for Harry Kane. So I think this and if they can sign Harry Kane or a very good striker, well they are going to go places this season because that team that team is stacked with talent. And uh, I think Arsenal only need a right back. Just all these things are just suggestions. I where I feel all these players, all these teams need to improve. I've said that I was going to mention it earlier on. I think Arsenal needs a right back, a genuine right back, because from that side of their midfield of their of their not midfield rather that side that side of the team is lacking a bit. Because the lack creativity from the right back, and if Saka is not there, if Pepe is not playing well, there's nobody to create to be creative from that side. So I think then Hector Bellerin too hasn't been the hasn't gotten back to his fittest fit. So if there is as a team, so as they just need a replacement to right back, and I know someone will see the signed. They designed the replacement right back last season, but well, it's not as it's not the kind of replacement that you would want. You want for teams like um, us now. You don't need someone that can you can can you know that yes, if Fellaini is not there, and this person can can be very capable of playing the place. So that's all about uh, my own personal suggestions of where these teams need. And I know that this man just know. Then, uh, how did I, how did I leave out Manchester United? Well, I think Manchester United need a DM, they need a, that's in defensive midfielder, they need a right back, and they also need a striker. But, well, I think they only, they will, or might, if, might only sign one more player, and if they are going to rank in the priorities, they will sign a defensive midfielder. Left to me, their best option is to sign Ruben Neves. Or, yeah, Ruben Neves, because, Undidi left me. I'm a very big fan of Undidi, but I think let's have to we will make them of all the money they have left for before they can sign the in the Undidi. Then I'm going to just uh, rush the preview of the next week two game week matches. Uh, Liverpool faces Burnley early kick of 12:30 p.m. on Saturday. Then Man City faces Norwich City. I would not want to be a Norwich City fan to <laughs> I would not want to be a Norwich City fan this weekend because Man City just just coming back from a defeat to Tottenham and well Man City want to make a statement and when they want to make a statement they make it very, very clear and loud too. Let's me I would not want to be a Norwich Norwich City fan and that must start by three PM. Least City face faces Everton. Barcelona, we are still looking at them. So they face Bilbao by 9 p.m. on that same Saturday. On Sunday, Man United faces Southampton 2 p.m. Wolves faces Tottenham by 2 p.m. too. So no, 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 as he has the chance to like get his revenge on Wolves because he's the new Tottenham manager. So Wolves face Tottenham on Sunday by 2 p.m. Arsenal faces Chelsea. That's the biggest match of the weekend so far. So Lukaku has said that he's looking forward to open his account with Arsenal. And let's see how that goes. Um, 
big and much big and very very much improved Lukaku in a Chelsea side that is about to that is has been winning. So against Arsenal that has just lost. Well, I think Arsenal, if Arsenal can pull off the most Arsenal thing ever, they will draw this match or at or at least not lose. They, they will either win or draw this match. And it sounds very stupid right now, and I know, I hope I am really wrong, but Arsenal have the ability and the tendency to do these things. The, the, the time you think that they will lose, it's time that you probably pull off your magic and everything. So, let's see. Everybody is ruling them out, but me, I'm not ruling Arsenal out of this match. And let's see how it goes for them. That's Arsenal goes and faces Chelsea on Sunday, that's 4.30pm, in case you want to watch that match and uh, Syria starts this weekend so lots of lots of lots of matches and if you notice I did not really cover the Bundesliga because well no offense to Bundesliga fans but maybe in next uh, subsequent episode I will start covering Bundesliga but there's little little drama in Bundesliga except the fact that well Alland is doing the most Alland thing ever in the last match they won five one and well Alan scored I think he scored two goals and provided three goals so he was involved in all the goals and that guy is just a beast and well talking of Alan is for that day and thank you for listening to this second episode of Jollofu Bayanti I hope you enjoyed it and I am thinking on planning on bringing other people to on to the show so i'm really really working on that and i want to improve on this uh, on this podcast a lot and i already like and appreciate more and more suggestions and more and more comments where i think i need to improve where you think the podcast needs to improve and thank you very much for listening bye bye have a really wonderful day